the free for all roundtable round two on round two we say good morning to robert benzies queens park bureau chief for the toronto star from queens park observer no it's not from queens park observer from workly law employment lawyer sunira chaudhry is here and richard kraus host of the podcast last call with richard kraus uh, richard enjoyed your uh, piece on w5 last week all about uh, foley sound that uh, really requires a major hustle it sure does. Yeah. Uh, Foley, you have to be part uh, dancer, part, uh, you know, you have to have a wild imagination. It really is uh, an incredible job. And if you want to look at the piece, it's up at ctvnews.ca under the W5 page. It turned out really well. I'm happy with it. Jerry was mentioning he'll weigh in on this on his show today, but Doug Ford making an impassioned plea to the federal government about inaction on bail. Certain people at liberty, for example, perhaps somebody now accused of murdering a 16 year old should not have been at liberty. Let me start with the lawyer here, though, Sunira. It's it's more than just sort of a philosophical thing why some people get bail and others don't. There is the presumption of innocence and the assumption that if the prosecution were to fail, they are going to spend a year and a half in one of the filthiest jails we have in Ontario. Of course. And John, you know, bail is a constitutional right, but as we've seen and as we know, it's not absolute. And the justice system and the legal resources um, in Ontario, I mean, it's it's central spotlight here. What what can judges do? I know that Doug Ford um, is is placing a lot of pressure on can judges do more and judges should be doing more and action needs to be taken now. And I generally think that uh, the sentiment is is the right one to have. But speaking as a lawyer, I, th- I think those that defend um, people with mental health issues, those lawyers that do, uh, th- I think that even the Law Society of Ontario could be stepping in here and doing more to train lawyers um, with respect to seeking mental health diversion um, for some the, some folks that are accused because I think it's not only the job of of the courts to step in here, but I think it's also the job of those advocating for them. Robert Benzi, let me turn to you because again to come up come back to this one example that seems to have inflamed the debate all over again. When I read the number of times this 22 year old individual had been in and out of court, and the judge would continually say, "Well, you know, here's hoping you get that mental health uh, help that you need," and then setting him free. Yeah, it's very upsetting, and and uh, the whole city is is rattled by what happened to young Gabriel, and and feel for his whole family, obviously. And I think the premier was uh, he was pr- pretty emotional yesterday in the in the legislature when he st- when he rose to speak about this. Um, and it's not a new thing calling for uh, 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 tighter bail uh, restrictions. All of the thirteen uh, provincial and uh, territorial premiers have written to uh, Prime Minister Trudeau and asked him uh, to to do something on this. And, I, and I, I'm not sure that they will, but there's certainly a lot of pressure. And when you have a a, a, a crime like uh, like this on the TTC that grabs headlines, a lot of people uh, take notice. And, and yes, John, to your point, when you see a long rap sheet like the accused in this case has, it's uh, it's very, very upsetting. Richard, your thoughts? Well, I, I don't know how uh, this young man got j- bail uh, at all. I mean, a judge had previously warned that uh, he was a threat to the public, and that would suggest to me that uh, you know he probably shouldn't be out walking in and around us. I think that you know probably we only hear about the 
extraordinary cases where things go wrong and 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 innocent people end up being injured or or killed there's it, probably there's a a, a ton of bail people out on bail that that don't reoffend that that prove that the system works but it's these uh cases where things go wrong and tragedy happens uh that we really have to dig down on and study and and just make sure it doesn't happen again and it's systemic there's so many reasons why this happens our jails are a mess there's backlogs at the court i get it all but we have to figure this out um the provincial transportation minister and this is happening at queen's park so i'll start with you robert benzie uh says the federal environment minister, quote, will do anything to stop Highway 413. It doesn't surprise me the two should be at loggerheads. He's the environment minister. She's the transportation minister. She's got a plan. He says it's bad for the environment. He's going to thwart it. Yeah, I mean, but Caroline Roney made a point yesterday that the goalposts have moved. That's her words. Uh, that w- when this project of Highway 413 was discussed in 2020, the federal government said it didn't need uh, an impact assessment what uh, uh for environmental reasons and that was one hurdle that it could have cleared and then in 2021 um not under stephen gibo but under his predecessor jonathan wilkinson uh that changed so they said that you do need one and this is because they're concerned about species at risk and so on so i mean gibo is the one minister that uh in the in Trudeau's cabinet that ford does not like uh and does not care for and it seems to be mutual <laughs> they uh they they spar quite a lot uh, and uh, it, it, I mean, I think, but Gibo ma- makes the point. Look, the, the the provincial government doesn't have its paperwork in order, so they would like to proceed. Uh, you know, they'd like to help them proceed, but they've got to get their ducks in a row. It's a messy situation, and it is political. But I thought Maroney made a very good point yesterday when she said, "Look, this was litigated in the last election. Um, the Tories won all of the ridings along the route of the sixty-kilometer four one three between Milton and Vaughan, and." The federal liberals hold all of the federal seats uh, on the on those uh, in those same uh, along that same route. So it's an interesting political conundrum. Uh, Richard Krauss, I guess some people would say, who really cares if a new highway interferes with the breeding habits of the Huron horn frog? Um, but you know that's kind of what the federal <laughs> minister is up to. Yeah, and I, uh, you know, I, I don't know that I'm familiar with the Huron oh, horn frog, but uh, yes. <laughs> it'll save me a Google it's a danger, later on. Though. It's in danger. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I, I I grew up in uh, Nova Scotia, where environmental concerns were always placed uh, ahead of um, a lot of uh, new uh, highways or whatever was going to be built because it's a it's a fragile uh, ecology down there, and I think that they have done a great job of. Uh, maintaining and creating a world where uh, things get built, things are able to move ahead, projects are able to move ahead, but live comfortably side by side with um, the creatures and and the Huron horn frogs that live uh, down there. And I think that is probably a a great example that we can use and, and follow here. Now we have such a huge population base here that it's not exactly equal, but it's certainly uh, something worth having a look at. Well, and Robert Benz, you're absolutely correct. The Huron horn frog is endangered because there are none of them. That's the sad, sad <laughs> They're already gone, John. They're yeah. gone. It's too late for them. Okay, let's jump to drag queens. Uh, MPP Christian Wong Tam, we learned this morning from the head of the NDP, is going to hold a press conference and announce a private member's bill that will call for the protection of the gay and 
lesbian and drag community, the queer community, I guess we can say for shorthand, uh, against rising hate crimes. But one of the ideas, if I understood the head of the NDP, and Sunira, I'll start with you on this one, was the idea of sort of exclusion zones like we have apparently around hospitals now for protesters and that we used to have around abortion clinics um, seems a little extreme. Well, I don't know what I can say in terms of the protections that might be needed, like in the employment space, John, I, I, I can certainly say that this is a vulnerable uh, group that I think increased protections is, is not um, uh, unreasonable to be seeking whether or not exclusion zones are uh, a bit too extreme. I'm not sure, but I will say that I think that there are some groups that are more vulnerable to hate crimes um, in everyday working in everyday life, including whether you're renting a household or whether you're looking for a job or whether you're trying to keep your job um, or exercise your rights, especially as an employee. So I, I'm actually you know, quite on board with this because I do think that there are some groups that need some additional protection, including this one. And Richard Krauss, it's an odd intersection we're living through right now of uh, pop culture, lifestyle and craven politics. I don't know how everybody became so preoccupied with drag queens in the first place. Neither do I. I don't understand this uh, one little bit. RuPaul's Drag Race is one of the most popular shows on television. Uh, it is uh, something that families get together and watch. Uh, I don't understand how we went from that uh, to the things that we're hearing in the United States. And, and all of a sudden, words like groomers and all that sort of thing get, get regurgitated through uh, media whenever anyone mentions drag queens now or frequently when they mention drag queens now. I, I don't understand it. And it's just one of those things that I wonder if I uh, divorced myself from social media, if I took myself off Twitter for uh, a couple of weeks, would I actually hear the complaints anymore? It, are people in real life talking about it? Or is this just generated somehow? Uh, you know, there's controversy about all of this online. There are severe issues with the LGBTQ plus uh, uh, community and hate crimes uh, and the intersection between those two. But I just don't think that uh, I, I think that social media fuels a, a great deal of this. Robert Benzi, if nothing else, this will probably be the funnest uh, press conference you cover this year. Um, they're going to be joined. Marit Stiles is going to be there along yeah. with Christian Wong Tam and Scarlett Bobo and Crystal Quartz. Yeah, I mean, and good and good for uh, for the NDP for highlighting this, because to Sneer's point, everyone deserves a safe workplace. I live near the Drake Hotel, which has a, a drag brunch uh, every weekend. And I have to tell you, John, I've never seen any protests. I've, all I've seen is really happy people uh, from every walk of life going in and enjoying uh, a great show. And especially after the three years that we've been through with the pandemic, it's just nice to have uh, things to be happy about and to enjoy and to be together. Uh, I think Richard is right, though. There's a lot of this that's fueled by social media. And I think I don't know that out in the real world, it is as huge an issue for most people as it may be for the few people who spend all of their time on Twitter. And I feel sorry for those people because I don't think they're getting much out of life. Yeah, I have to say, I, I sometimes find it too much to like put on a pair of boots and go downtown for a drink. I don't know what somebody's doing on a Saturday afternoon outside of a library complaining about a guy in a dress reading books. 
Exactly. Okay. Um, who, why, only time for one person. Maybe I'll throw this at you, Richard, to close us out. But uh, the Donald Trump show, a uh, whole new season launches today. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think that the amount of coverage that uh, we are providing, and I say we in the general sense of the media, uh, is playing into his hands 100%. I understand that this is historic in a lot of ways. It is uh, newsworthy in a lot of ways. But I think what we're doing is setting up Donald Trump uh, to become a martyr for uh, the people that already support him uh, or that people are on the, the cusp of supporting him uh, and that the, the the bigger a spectacle this becomes, uh, the more good it does for Donald Trump and his cause. Thank you all. Good to have you today. Have an amazing day. And my thanks to Richard Krauss, Robert Benzi, Sunira Chaudhry. Catch the roundtable, round one at 745, round two at 845. Weekday mornings on More in the Morning. News Talk 1010 Toronto.